Hello, hello, and welcome to the Your Latina Mentor podcast with your host, Isabel Restrepo, or Isabel Restrepo, as I got used to saying growing up in Minnesota so that people would understand me. And that's actually a perfect example highlighting what this podcast is all about, where I'll be sharing experiences, tools, and resources to navigate what it means to be a woman, a Latina, an immigrant, and everything in between what I like to call this human experience. Part of the inspiration for this podcast is also that I didn't have a Latina mentor growing up, and I wish that some of the things that I'm going to share with you, somebody would have shared with me. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. I am so happy that you are here, and I just want to take a moment to pause and thank everyone who has reached out and has shared with me a piece of some of the stories that I've shared that have resonated. I have heard some very um, beautiful messages of just I felt like that when I was growing up and it doesn't feel so lonely now. And that just like warms my heart so much because sometimes it can be a little bit lonely and we think that we're the only ones going through something when in reality, many of us are going through very similar things. And so I just wanted to take a moment and pause and thank everyone who has been listening and who has reached out. I really, really love hearing from you. So thank you. So this week's episode is a little bit, um, it's going to be a little bit of a free flow. <laughs> I had all of these plans and I'm working on some things behind the scenes that I can't wait to share with you. I'll tease a little bit here in this episode, but as I sat down to do this, I said, okay, I'm going to really listen to myself. It feels a little bit rushed. So we're just going to take it one step at a time and Versus going into the whole plan that I did have, I'm going to trust my instinct to really just speak from my heart today, still with a little bit of intention. So what I would like to talk about is manifestation and what is that and what, like, what is that all about? What does it mean? Uh, how do you do it? What has my experience been with manifestation? And so to really kick us off, manifestation is, I like to think of it as seeing something in your mind's eye. So you're kind of visualizing that thing that you want, and then somehow it materializes, whether that's... um The example that comes to mind recently for me is, for example, I, when I moved to Minnesota from Medellin when I was younger, when I was seven, I have always wanted to come back and live here. That's just like a dream that I've always had. And I have come back here and lived in Medellin, but I've lived with family. But the dream has always been to have my own place, be in my own space, have my life, quote unquote, really be here in a very rooted way. And that's exactly what has manifested in my life. I currently live here in Medellin. I have my own apartment. I live on my own. Yes, family is nearby, but this manifested reality, this dream, this manifested 
yeah, manifested reality of the dream that I had when I was seven, since I was seven of living here on my own. That is a manifestation. That is something that I have had in my mind's eye, in my heart, an idea kind of that I can visualize, but now it's physically here. Like I've physically am in this space. And manifestation can look so many different ways. I mean, I love to play around with parking spots. I am like, no, wherever I go, there's always a parking spot for me. And I that's it. Like, that's just something that I've, I manifest all the time. And we're manifesting things all the time. It's not like, yes, you can do these rituals and practices and kind of intentions, but we're really manifesting all of the time, every day, all the time with whatever we're saying, uh, how we express ourselves, the things that we say that we want or don't want. It's kind of this always kind of like breathing. We're just always doing it. (laughs) And so I was really reflecting on this reality that is my life now where I had this dream for so many years of living in the city, being in this place, and now it's really happening. And it really hit me a lot this week. I posted a couple stories and created a fun little reel around it because I was sitting in the in the dining room table eating breakfast, just looking out the window. I have a bunch of trees uh, in the backyard where I live in the building and I was just sitting there in awe and I was looking outside, hearing the birds. My dog Lucas is next to me and I'm like, wow, like it's really happening. And I think I've mentioned inner child or if I haven't, I'm sure I will at some point in one of these episodes, but that seven-year-old Isabel was just so content and so happy looking out the window, being like, wow, like it's really happening. I'm really here along with my adult self, obviously, but it just really hit me. And then the other day I was sat down to have a little afternoon coffee and it was like, oh wow, like I really live here. (laughs) This dream that I've had so much has manifested into this reality. And so it really got me thinking of like, okay, I get a lot of questions of like, oh my gosh, how did you do it? I want to live in my home country for some time. Um, I got that message a lot, especially when I first moved to Colombia uh, in 2020, in the fall of 2020. I'll be here for almost two years now in the fall. But um, especially when I first got here and I was living out in the mountains, it was like, oh my gosh, like, how did you do it? I've always wanted to go and spend time in my home country. um, But, you know, I can't because of X, Y, Z, or whatever it may be. And so I wanted to share, okay, let's, let's take a look at the steps. And I'll share a little bit about my own manifestation journey and how I've been able to manifest some pretty cool things. Like when I lived in New York, I remember I had gone out to LA to attend a workshop or a conference. It was a conference. It was like a leadership conference. And I had joked around like, maybe I should just move here. And then I went back to New York and it was so funny. I remember being on the train and all of a sudden, you know, it's full of people. I'm sitting on the train. There's people getting on and off. And all of a sudden, the person to my right, they have like a tickle on their throat and they're kind of like, 
<clears throat> you know, like making that like clearing their throat noise. And then all of a sudden I hear someone to my left, like a few steps away that starts coughing. And then all of a sudden someone else to my right, that's like a little bit farther away is also clearing their throat. And I just remember being so grossed out and thinking, oh no, I have to get out of here. And here meaning the train or the subway, like getting off the tracks, getting off the city, getting off of Manhattan, like get me out of this place. And it was, oh, actually kind of around this time. Wow, that's wild. In 2018, it was kind of around this time. I remember it was like right after my birthday. So my birthday is on July 27th next week. What? what? But I remember it was right after my birthday. I had gone in to work and I said, okay, my lease is up at the end of September. I'm not going to renew. I'm going to be moving to Los Angeles. And so I'm giving you my two month notice. And my boss at the time was just kind of like, whoa, what? Okay. What are you going to do in LA? And I said, I don't know yet, but I'm moving there. And I was just so convinced that I was going to figure it out. I didn't have a giant, a job lined up. I didn't have any savings. Like this was quote unquote, like not very, uh, what, you know, if you talk to a financial advisor, you know, not very safe by any means. And I just, I didn't even, I didn't have a car back then in Los Angeles where I moved. You definitely needed a car to get around, but I just thought, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. All I know is that I'm moving to Los Angeles and everything else will work out. Everything, everything will work out. Like I'm smart. I know how to get jobs. You know, this is that, that like the how I did not think about the how by any means. It was just, I was very clear. I decided what I wanted. I made the decision. And yeah, I gave in my two month notice. And then I think it was like, even within that week, someone at work, they were like, oh, well, do you want to go work at YouTube? And I just kind of laughed. And she was like, why don't you talk to my counterpart there? And just, you know, just have a conversation. And turns out that they were actually looking for somebody and I just happened to be that perfect person to go join that team. And it all happened so quickly. It happened so quickly. I was gone within like three weeks. It was it was so funny. And I remember sitting in my boss's office and I said, well, I'm letting you know just in case something comes up and I need to, you know, act fast. <laughs> I said something like, you know, if an opportunity comes up, I need to be sure that like I, I can go and you know, make sure I can be there. I had no idea. I had nothing lined up. Turns out I was then talking to someone who had interned there that summer. She had asked me, where do you see your career going? And I made a comment about, oh, you know, it would be great to work at YouTube TV or something like that. And I don't even remember that. But later she reflected that back to me like, oh yeah, you you said that when I when we did like our informational meeting. And I just thought that was so wild. So when I say that we're manifesting all the time, it's because we are. We're talking about how do I want my life to look like? What are the things that I want? And I said it so, so nonchalantly, like I just said it because that's what I wanted. Just like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, that sounds great. 
or yeah, I'm moving to LA and that's it. Like, that's what I want. And there was no attachment. There's no like, well, I need to move to LA and I need to go work at YouTube TV. Like there, that energy, you see the difference between those two. Those are very different energies. And so when we talk about manifesting, it's coming from that place of like, oh, it's already given. It's a fact. It's going to happen. Did I think about the how? Did I think about the when? Did I think about the what? All of the other things? No, it was just, I got so clear and it was just direct line to the universe or God or consciousness, whatever you want to call it. It was just, it felt so deep within me of like, oh yeah, this is the next step and that's it. Like, that's what's going to happen. Another example that comes to mind is the day that I was invited to move to Colombia and live in the mountains where I lived there previously for about a year and a half when I first moved here. And earlier that day, I had gone on a walk with my aunt. We're walking around Medellin. I was here during Christmas uh, visiting family. I was still living in LA at the time. And I remember being like, you know, and this is just like an internal conversation that I was having. And I thought, you know, if I ever moved to Medellin, like, or moved to Colombia, I'd want to live in a really green area. And I just kind of had that thought. And then because I was going to go back to LA and I was going to resign from my job, I thought, okay, I also want to make a change and move to, a, a, I just want to live in an area that's a lot more green. And I, it, and again, the energy was just like very clear, very direct. This is what I want, but very free. Like I didn't think about how is it going to happen? How am I going to get there? Oh my gosh, green. What does that mean? It just felt very like at peace and grounded and calm. And sure enough, later that day, we go visit uh, some family and they said, oh, you're thinking about move or, you know, you're thinking about quitting your job. Would you be open to leaving LA? Why don't you just come move here? And I thought, heck yeah, why don't I just come move here? And turns out that my backyard was a whole freaking mountain. The view from that place is incredibly beautiful. And just the power of that thought of like, wherever I go, it's just going to be more green, you know, (laughs) with no attachment of the how that was going to happen. And oh, the other thing that's coming to my mind, which I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about this yet, because dating has been a little bit of a interesting ride for me. Talk about the three, five profile. If you're familiar with human design, it is all about trial and error and relationships or bonds that are made and broken and all the things. And so I remember earlier this year and I've been on apps, you know, that's just like how you meet people, even though none of the people that I've ever dated long-term have been off an app. (laughs) But I was like, well, this is what people do. You know, people go on apps, people go on Bumble, people go on Tinder, people go on Hinge. And so I had been on these apps. I had tried out Bumble. I was like, well, let me just give it a try. Let's see what happens. And disaster. Definitely app dating is not for me. I don't really like meeting new people in that type of setting and circumstance. Like, yes, I'm very good at meeting new people. If it's a work setting, if it's a mingle and you go talk about work things and it's part of my job, like 
easy peasy, but going to meet someone with this underlying kind of like intention of are you going to be the person that I date or not? I just I don't enjoy that. Like I just never did. Every time I would be like, yeah, okay, let's meet up. It was never like, oh, yeah, this is so fun and exciting. Like, (laughs) definitely not my style. Uh, So if you've been on dating apps and you are not enjoying it, I highly recommend that you just get off of them if you're not enjoying it. But if you do enjoy it, then, you know, by all means, go for it. And so earlier this year, I said, you know what, I'm getting off these apps. These experiences have not been great. There's like a lot of ghosting, a lot of lessons to be learned. And I said, you know what, I'm getting off these apps. I'm going to focus on me. I don't want to focus on other people and relationships. And while yes, that is something that I do want to have a a partnership and a relationship with somebody and all of the experiences that come along with that, I said, you know what, I'm just going to release the how. I'm going to meet someone. I don't know when. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know what time. I don't know what day, you know, and I'm not enjoying these apps. I'm going to delete all of them. And it felt like a breath of fresh air. It was just like, oh, yes. Okay. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to focus on my business. I'm going to focus on creating this podcast that was before the podcast was released. And sure enough, I meet somebody great. And it's been wonderful ever since. And I will go into more de- I will go into more details at some point. But for now, I'm going to hold it close to my heart. Yeah, in the meantime, (laughs) as I get all like giddy and happy and excited, but I will say that it was definitely not how I thought I was going to meet this person. Definitely not the type of person that I thought I was going to be with, which is so good. (laughs) I was joking with a friend the other day. It was like, oh my goodness, I manifested everything that I thought I didn't want, but so needed. So for example, this apartment in Medellin, in my head, I was like, well, this is just like where my stuff will be, but I'm going to be a digital nomad. I'm going to be traveling everywhere with my digital nomad boyfriend. Yet what I really wanted was just grounding and stability and to be in a place more than, you know, six months. Usually I'm like up and down and here and there and like all over the place. But actually, what I wanted really deep down is to be really stable and really grounded and to be with somebody that makes me feel really stable and really grounded and we aren't off running into the world of Instagram taking pictures, which is for a second what I thought I wanted, but definitely did not need whatsoever. (laughs) And I kind of laugh at myself because... Had I tried to plan the how, had I tried to control what this person was going to be like, the quality, you know, like, yes, of course, like certain qualities you want in a partner, but I don't know. I just had this whole idea of what I thought I needed to do and what it needed to look like and what this needed to be like. And when I've released all of that, it manifested in the most beautiful way even the day that I found this apartment. So I remember I was living out in the country and I said, 
okay, time to like, it's time to start looking. It was a Monday. I scheduled some appointments in the city to come look at apartments, came down. Um, I got a call there like, oh, there's an apartment available. Can you come at 11? And I said, great, I'll see you there. I make my way down to the city. We go to this apartment, you know, really nice area, pretty new ish. And I was like, no, just, you know, this just like, doesn't seem, I, I don't like the feeling here. This isn't it. Also, I have splenic authority in human design, which means that I am designed to make decisions very much in the moment. It's like a yes or no. There's no logic. Sometimes it's just yes or no or not now. And this was a straight up no. <laughs> My spleen was just like, no, you're not going to live here. So then the realtor, he's like, okay, I've got another, I've got another setup. Um, do you want to go look at it? It's a brand new building. And I said, yes, I love brand new buildings. Let's go take a look. <laughs> so we get there and it's kind of this like studio apartment. I don't have a bedroom door, which is something that I really wanted. I'm like, I just want a door. My setup before was also like this little studio, but I was like, no, I, I want, I want separation between my workspace, my eating space, my lounging on the couch space, my sleeping space. And so I said, all right, but uh, you know, I want a door. So I go and I take a look. And again, it's great area, brand new building, um, you know, para estrenar, which means like to, yeah, like just like brand new. And I was like, yeah, this isn't it either. And he's like, well, there is another one bedroom. The price goes up a little bit, well, a lot of bit. So I was like, well, let's go take a look at it. It didn't feel right either. The layout was funky. It was, it just seemed like really tight space. So I was like, okay, let me go home. Let me, you know, t keep searching some more. If you find other ones, let me know. He's like, well, the market's not good. This is all I have. I don't have anything else to show you. So I get home. I'm so disheartened. I'm calling all these other agencies. Nothing, nobody has anything. I had some appointments lined up for Tuesday and they're like, oh, not available anymore. Like we've canceled your appointment. And I just thought, oh no, like that's it. Okay, I guess it's not on the cards for me to to move here. And then my aunt, uh, she used to be in this, they used to live in this building actually. She was like, wait, let me call the doorman because there was another unit who like the lady was moving and they were renovating or something like that. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's go, let's go take a look because I just honestly was just like, okay, I give up. There's, that's it. Like, yes, I want to move to Medellin, but like, you know, it's not in the cards right now. And that afternoon, that same day, that same afternoon, I thought all hope was lost. We go see the apartment. The lady's still packing and it's beautiful. That's where I am now. It's so beautiful. The colors are something that I never thought in my mind. I have like turquoise, blue, green doors. I have a little patch of yellow in the living room. The wall is like, there's a patch of yellow. Like never in my wildest dreams would I have envisioned that for myself, but it was exactly what I needed. I, as I said, the backyard is a bunch of trees and nature, and there's like a, a little creek that runs by, so I hear the water. It's just perfect for me. So I release kind of this idea of what I think it needs to look like and what I think it needs to be, and 
yes, like sometimes it's like, we'll see it clearly in your mind's eye to make sure you manifest. But honestly, the feeling, it's the feeling for me. It's what is this? What does living in an apartment by myself in Medellin, what do I want that to feel like? And honestly, it feels way better than what I could have possibly imagined. So I share all of that because there's a couple steps, right? So one is we're manifesting all the time. Second is sometimes the way things manifest are going to be way different than what we think they're going to be. So it's learning to be open to those possibilities. And three, the how. There's no way we can control the how. There's no way that I would have ever been able to control meeting a beautiful person and this beautiful man who is now such an important part of my life. Like, there's no way that I would have been able to lay that out in my head step for step of how it was going to be and all those things. And through the examples that I've given, and I mean, I've manifested so many other crazy things in my life, but these are just a few. And the thing that's really clear to me is like, oh, the release, kind of like that trust that this is what I want. And I'm going to put action steps toward what it is that I want, but I'm going to release the expectation of what that's going to look like or what that's going to be like or the specifics of it. And the more that I do that, the more grand, I guess, it becomes like the more magical that these manifestations come. And and life makes sense backwards. So if you kind of take a moment and reflect on some of the things that you've manifested yourself, I'm curious to know what are the patterns that come up for you? You know, sometimes for some people, it feels really good to like, have an idea of what all these details may be. For me, that gets really overwhelming. Like, I'm like, what? Oh, no, now I have to think about all those other things. Because my mind can get into the nitty gritty. And it's like, oh, no, no. Okay, let me just take a step back and feel into it. How does this feel? How is being with this person going to make me feel? How am I going to be with this other person? I mean, we'll dive into all of these specifics later. So I mentioned earlier that I was working on something and I'm working on a manifestation course because I have seen from me taking manifestation courses myself that there are just some elements missing into what those things are. And we're going to do a part two to this manifestation episode. So in next week's episode, we're going to dive into what all of those things are in my findings and kind of this framework that I have created on on manifestation and what that looks like specifically. But I wanted to share some examples with you today, because it just feels really good. <laughs> like, to celebrate, celebrate the moments where it feels really good, where it feels like, wow, things are actually flowing, like things are actually good, things are actually going the way that I thought they would be and not in the way of like A, B, and C, but in the way of, oh, this is the feeling that I've been searching for. It's finally here. And I want to take a moment to celebrate it because it feels really good. And that's something that I haven't always done. It's like, I reach these milestones and I just see it so like, oh yeah, that's it. That's what you do. And while yes, that might be what you do or what I do, but like, let's take a moment and celebrate. Let's celebrate that this 
dream of wanting to live in Medellin in my home country is finally here. I'm almost 35. How exciting that this is finally here. And, you know, just take a moment to to celebrate those achievements. Ooh, ooh, can we take a moment? Ooh, ooh. I wish you could see me. I'm like doing like a little jig, like a little side to side with my arms up. It feels really good. You know, I also got my hair cut two days ago and it's just giving me life, okay? I donated my hair. I cut off about 33 centimeters. That's about 13 inches. And honestly, I have never felt more free in my life. It feels so good. I highly recommend if you want to feel free, change up your hair, change up your hair color, your haircut, your hairstyle, whatever you want to do, but like change it up because it's going to feel really good. So now I'm just like on a high because of my haircut, (laughs) which is not totally related to manifestation, but I guess it kind of is. So something that I've wanted to reflect on the external, what the internal feels like. So I guess to reframe that, because I said that a little bit backwards. So internally, I've been feeling very free, very light, very like, I'm on top of the world. And it feels really good. Oh my God, am I in love? I might just be describing my emotional state. Okay. Anyway, I feel really good. I feel all these things. And I'm like, but the outside doesn't reflect this. What do I need to do? And so I was like, oh, my hair. I need to cut my hair. It was also feeling like this weighted down blanket just full of like, just like heavy and hot and everywhere and like, My hair gets so tangly because it's so thin, but I have a lot of it. It was just time to go. Also, the last time that I had short hair was like 10 years ago. It was like time to just release a decade of energy. It's weighing me down. I need to fly. I need to be free. (laughs) And so my external was not in sync with my internal, which can put a damper on things. So I was like, okay, time for that haircut. So I manifested I guess a reverse manifestation, because sometimes we think that we need to do the outside thing in order to feel it on the inside, but really we need to feel it on the inside first. So then the external can reflect that internal state. So an easy example is that haircut, right? How can I express what the internal looks like for me? And for me, that was getting a haircut. That could also be like changing your style, doing some makeup or like even if you know the the saying that's like maybe she's born with it maybe no that's not the saying <laughs> that's the Maybelline saying but uh beauty like is from the comes from the inside so no matter how shoveled someone might look if they have messy hair if they don't have makeup on whatever like none of that matters because the energy is coming in it's coming out from inside of that person and now I just feel like I went on a whole beauty tangent. (laughs) But I hope that you've been able to come with me on the ride of what I'm trying to trying to convey here. And so I invite you to just take a moment. What has manifestation been like for you up until this point? I know for a long time for me, it was like, well, I'm doing everything right. Like I'm doing the vision board and I'm doing the intention setting and I'm using this voice because all of a sudden I'm thinking about like all the uh, 
how can I say this nicely, the like colonized way of this magic of manifestation. <laughs> but that's kind of what it sounds like in my head. I'll dive into all of this, into this new framework that I've created because it just, well, I'll give a tease to it. So what I've found in this kind of new age spirituality and new age way of thinking is that it's all ourselves that, you know, it's all up to you and it fails to recognize society at large, what are the social constructs, what are the historical constructs, uh, what are our ancestors, what is our relationship to our history, all of these things. So when I say, well, I've been doing all the things, <laughs> it just might be we're doing someone else's thing. And by we, I mean like non-white people, even though I think it's important for all people to relate to those different pieces. Anyway, I digress. We'll dive into all of that in the next episode, in part two of this manifestation episode. But really just like to start get your wheels turning. And I get asked a lot, like, how do I do it? I could never do something like that. Oh, that's the other one. When I resigned from my job at Google, I was like, I could never do something like that. You're going to go work on your own and like follow your dreams and go live in Colombia. Oh, I wish I could do something like that. And I'm like, why not? Why can't you? You totally can. Anyone can, if that's really what you want. So I invite you to think about what are those things that I have manifested in the past how did I come to to manifest those things, those dreams? And what are the things that I've been wanting to manifest, whether it's quitting your job, whether it's spending time in your home country, whether it's, you know, manifesting that significant other and that type of relationship that you want? What are these things that you've been wanting to manifest that you've been having a hard time with and just kind of reflect, you know, there's no action item right now that you need to do. Just kind of like get your, get your juices going, get the movement flowing, get the focus, uh, starting to be in that, in that thought, in that mentality. And I'll have more details coming next week on what this course is going to look like. So if you're ready and you're wanting to manifest that dream life of yours, send me a message. I will likely have details all figured out by the time that next week's episode releases. So if you're like, I need to know now, I need to know as soon as possible, definitely message me. Or you can also wait until next week's episode, part two of this uh, manifestation episode. <laughs> and I will have all of the details there. As always, thank you so much for having me join your part of the day. And I want to give a shout out to my country, Colombia, who is celebrating Independence Day today, July 20th. And next week, next week's episode is my birthday. Mm, 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 mm. Yes. And it's not even my birthday, except it is my birthday. So we're going to party like it's my birthday. We're going to sip a cardi like it's my birthday. I don't even sip a cardi, but you know what? We're doing it. <laughs> I'm just really excited. I think birthdays are a privilege. Not everyone gets to grow another year older. Not everyone gets to celebrate being another year older and creating this human experience. All right, I am heading off. I will see you next week and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye. 
Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving a review and sharing it with friends and family. If we aren't friends on social media yet, go check out Instagram at Your Latina Mentor or check out the website yourlatinamentor.com and we will see you on the next episode. Talk soon.